and welcome to For the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we take one recently released album and take a deep dive into it. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30 a.m. San Francisco time on the world's best internet radio station, BFF.FM, or subscribe to the podcast at ForTheRecordPodcast, all one word, dot com. This week we're talking about a new album from Palehound titled Eye on the Bat, and the first song we'll play is called Independence Day. Mostly the solo project of L. Kempner, although they have a longtime collaborator named Lars Brogan, who is integral to this album. But Kempner, we talked about a while back um, when they did a collaboration with Melina Duterte of Jay Som, which they called Bachelor. And this is, but this is the first Pale Hound album since 2019. Yeah, a little bit of a break for the pandemic and a little bit of a break for a breakup which provides fantastic inspiration for the record uh this is actually the second track after a first track that's a little bit of a kind of quiet quirky just like overture yeah exactly where it's like very kind of lo-fi and oh this relationship's kind of weird and funny and then we get to the meat of the album which is and then the breakup and it is a spectacular and life-affirming even as mu- musically, even as the lyrics are all about these sort of incredibly visceral imagery of fireworks going off as you're crying and get, getting in a horrible car accident, getting hit by a deer or you hitting the deer, which one is it? And that that visceralness and the energy of the musicianship is then contrasted against this f- through line in the chorus of living your life like like it's a first draft, like imagining that you could change things and they're like, no, 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 I don't want to look back and look at what I could have changed. This is the life I have. And that kind of conflict and contrast tension really energizes the entire record. Yeah, Kempner has talked in interviews about being a pretty nostalgic person and having that be a theme in the record is fighting against that impulse and the, the tendency to kind of look back on what could have been. Yeah, and it's... Yeah, it's, it's a natural human tendency, but it's a fantastic, energetic blast of a song. And one which I think also, you know, calling this an almost solo project, but I think the videos for this song and others on the record really prominently feature the other band members. And so I think it's great that they're 
all credit were due to the fantastic backing band that makes this sound so rich. Yeah, and it was recorded mostly live in studio with a few, with a few exceptions. And another thing Kemner has said is that they felt like they were a little bit too serious going into the studio in past records and really trying to make it perfect. And that Bachelor project helped them get more comfortable with just kind of having this be the recording of them playing together and having that live energy. And so I think that comes through in the recordings. Yeah, it's really successful here and a super energetic track. And then I think that energy plows right through in the next track, which is called The Club. said that the clutch is the first song that they wrote on this album and it was written during a time that was kind of a heartbreaking story it was you know um they had put off touring on the last record which was called black friday because they had an opportunity to open for big thief and then started that started the tour for black friday in march 2020 and so we know how that goes. And, you know, they had been really excited about th this was the first tour where a lot of the cities were sold out and seemed they were really proud of Black Friday, the record that came out in 2019. And they were super excited to do the tour and then had to when the pandemic hit, had to drive back to New York from Oregon. And so some of these songs were written on that trip. Yeah, there's a real angry energy here. And I really appreciate, though, there's this very much, I feel like, a lot of kind of emotional maturity as even as these songs are shouting and angry and there's that guitar solo. I'm really glad we play it. There's a few guitar solos on this record and Elf Kemner is a very good guitarist. Mm -hmm. There's the really nice just playfulness without getting too showy, even that sort of combo three and four beats interlocking feels completely natural until you're like, I don't know, that's like a non-trivial difficulty pulled off with ease, made it look easy. And that the lyrics are, again, this through line of very kind of visceral things of staring at the sun and punching the gut. And it's all of this kind of body feelings. And it's, but it's very much not, I'm angry at you or I'm blaming myself. There's a healthy mixture of both. And then I think a little bit of that sense of, transcending that duality of like you know some relationships just need to end and this was rough on both of us and we both kind of brought out the worst in each other yeah talking about the guitar guitar solo this is a quote from Kemdar in, in an interview so what i tried to do is the song is the script and the music is the setting and i just have to paint the picture i have to build the set and cast the right characters to tell the story the right way and that's how i think of guitar 
With The Clutch, that song is about spiraling out of control and feeling out of control. So I tried to have this really swirly guitar stuff happening and a chaotic solo that paints the picture at the end of the story. Yeah, it it did it that. And I think one of the things I note here is these songs are all pretty brief and not repetitive. Mm -hmm. Like this song, like the closest you have to the chorus is just kind of this refrain of staring at the sun, punching the gold gut and then finally didn't need my help at the very end is kind of the outro this mantra of like Mm -hmm. yeah it's like you don't you know don't blame me for what happened and i'm gonna maybe do my best not to blame you and just like this yeah it's very much goodbye we gotta get out of here yeah you were talking about the structure of the song earlier and you were saying verse chorus verse chorus i'm like well there's not really a chorus there's just a repeated line that kind of you know has yeah the okay same a, ref- a refrain yeah but yeah it's it it's it gets the job done really effectively with just this one repeated emotion I mean, yeah that how efficiently these emotions and v- images are called forth is really fantastic so the next track we'll play is the title track i am the bat Here, as we approach the middle of the record, we hit the title track, which is kind of the least breakup-y, but is a really nice, you know, partner to the clutch. Where there was inspired by the cross-country trip after the aborted tour, and this is very much kind of about that. The scenes from that tour, and it contrasts the amazing solos, you know, electric guitar solos on the clutch, and here we get this fantastic acoustic guitar work that is so earthy and inviting. And it really, I feel like I'm in that van and it may not be good, but at least you're with your bandmates. Yeah, uh, what I'm struck by is just Kempner's great guitar work. Like they're really great at finger picking and um, being on tour with Big Thief and listening to them was apparently an influence because Adrian Lankner has that kind of finger picking style as well and I, that's what I really like about this track yeah and there's little little details like we hear there in that interlude after the chorus that do 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 it's very playful and then it, yeah. when it comes in after the second chorus then it's switched up from being instrumental to being backing vocals and it, that again that feeling of like I heard with the band and the band's all in this together and all these just little moments of kind of the grunginess of eating and other things just in your van and but also the catharsis of like, you know what? I like heavy metal now. Let's just headbang to Paranoid and listen to Black Sabbath as we drive across the country and we're angry. And then it's all angered with that fantastic image, that that word of, you know, the, the wording of everyone says, keep your eye on the ball, but I'm going to keep my eye on the bat. And it's a little bit like, again, so much dual meanings here because it can be that just giving into despair, like the pandemic is just going to beat you in and just give into it. But I think there's also a little sense of there of like, you know, live in the moment. Don't look at the future. Just focus on the now because that's, you know, 
And as with the earlier track about like, I, I'm trying to rewrite my past. Like, don't worry about the future. Don't worry about the past. Worry about now. And there's a real immediacy that is, it's inspiring is a strong word, but I really, I feel it. So the next song is a very different direction and it's called, You Want It, You Got It. actually recorded as a demo at home when Kempner was trying to learn some of these electronic systems and then liked the way the song came out but they tried to reproduce it in the studio and just couldn't get that feeling right and so ultimately decided to use the home demo version and then layer on some additional uh, things recorded in the studio but I think it sounds great. Yeah this is some uh, real impressive production work and really you know good job in that i it, it has such a great trajectory and of course we can't really play the entire song but it starts off as acoustic guitar and then this super lo-fi almost casio tone electronics mm-hmm. and you're like oh god what the hell is this and by the end it becomes this triumphant and really polished pop number that feels like you could you know you could see this in the club even <laughs> as the lyrics I don't know, disco, early 80s. Yeah, the club. Kind of, the, club the club where we go all the, the time. I know what it's like. I definitely go all the time. But no, I feel, it feels like it has this like new wave dance party yeah, yeah. energy to it. And that, again, such a great contrast with these wonderful lyrics where so many of the songs are very kind of visceral body imagery. And here it's gardening imagery, and it, which is lovely in itself, but very much in the end about sort of abnegation, like just the destroying yourself like yeah i'll be whatever you want and kind of losing yourself in a relationship and so even as it's this peppy little song ooh, that is a heartbreaking message yeah and and you know kemner has talked about the the relationship breakup that this is about was a very codependent relationship and i think that really come that message really comes through in this song of you just are bending over backwards to be what the other person wants and you never have your own voice yeah plant in me your fantasy yeah with that lovely really falsetto voice i think their voice is usually a little earthier and here letting it go higher 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 and it suits the entire production and the energy of the track it's fantastic and so from here we go from this incredibly synthetic to one of the more down tempo kind of earthy songs it's called route 22 
What I love about the song is just all of those layers of guitars, and those are all Kempner playing different parts and layered on top of each other. On top of each other, but the song just has such a richness to it because of all of those different melodies that are going on. Yeah, and I think what jumps out at me weirdly is I love the little percussion touches where there's a shaker kind of coming into that verse where we come in in the middle of the song. There's a tambourine in the second chorus. And it really, that along with some of the guitar touches give this, you know, where before we had this almost new wave sound here, it has this kind of almost country sound and that pairing where the previous song was all about like, oh, you know, you're just projecting what you want onto me. And then this is, you know, them coming back and be like, hey, here I am. I'm maybe not perfect. I maybe still have these bad habits from when I was a kid, but I'm, I'm good and see that in me and, and see the real me. And there's that yearning that is so affecting. And I, I really feel it. Yeah, there's this uh, thematically, this album has a lot of reckoning with what are the good parts about you and what are the bad parts and sort of coming to terms with that we are all made up of all of these parts. And that is, I think, at the forefront in the next song we'll play, which is called My Evil. I didn't notice I had blood on my hands till it dried and flaked off staining all our clothes. I'll clean it up, I swear I'll drag it to the laundromat and watch it turn the washer black. I waste time with it, pour wine with it, bake bread with it, give head with it, make lunch with it, make love with it, and share a skull with it. It's my evil. It's my evil. It's my evil. This is some of the most vivid imagery that hits me where you can look at those abstractions of like, oh, here's a song about like, why don't you see the good in me? And here's a song about like, well, I have bad in me. And instead of it being that abstraction, it's something that's like blood staining your clothes. And then when you try to wash the clothes, it stains the washing machine and everything is stained. And that depth of self-loathing driven home by the vividness of that imagery yeah the imagery combined with the like the the drama of those guitar stings and then guitar or bass and then the um uh, the i don't know how to describe it the little the minor key like arpeggiator well i think it's just actual guitar arpeggios no arpeggiator needed when you're a good guitarist but i feel like a lot of these songs are almost slacker they have kind of a slacker vibe of it's no drama just kind of matter of fact and this one really feels very emotionally intense in a way that i think creates a an interesting change at this part of the record yeah and it is that the repetitiveness of that pre-chorus where it's just like here's everything i do everything i do and all these things i do always there's part of me that is the dark part, the evil part, that's that comes with the territory and I'm a whole person. And <laughs> Yeah, and, and ca- characterizing it as my evil, not just like the things about me I don't like or whatever. Come on, what's, you know, what's life without some really intense self-loathing? And <laughs> yeah, they go for it here and it's a fantastic track, so atmospheric, so dramatic. 
So the next song we'll play is called Head Like Soup. had some discussion about what part of this song to play because there's also just a very classic rock guitar solo where Kempner is just really jamming out at the end and there's just a lot go a lot of chaos going on in this song which I like yeah I think it's you know maybe the least thematically cohesive with the rest of the record uh, at least as far as I can tell but I love just structurally that it's these four verses that build up and then a chorus that is wordless it's got this very high vocal style that's very ethereal it's got this jamming kind of honky-tonk guitar sound it then this new wavy interlude with a very echoey guitar that we hear and then that next verse suddenly is driven by this very synthetic drum machine if anything more synthetic than what we heard on you want it you got it and so i you know if not thematically great, I think, or as cohesive, I think musically, I love how playful this is, how much ground it covers within one song. Yeah, there's just a lot more variety, I feel like, on this album than on other Palehound albums, and it's great to see. Yeah, so we go back into the uh, home stretch of the record and thematically cohesive again in the penultimate track. It's called Right About You. This narrative that is so vivid and, you know, the, how to someone who's maybe from the East Coast, the idea that like, oh, no, you're going to freeze if you go into the water and having your partner laugh at you because <laughs> you were dumb enough to wade in the water. And it all feels very wholesome. And the entire song is kind of a very, lo- very loosely structured where there's just kind of these verses that kind of blend into each other and the closest thing to the chorus is that message that undercuts everything where it's like I'm so weird this I I was right about you scaring me <laughs> like that is really again a splash of cold water 
Yeah, it's such a sweet song with maybe a kind of sad undertone. Kempner said this song is about trying to trust somebody despite having fears about them and then witnessing them confirm all of those fears. (laughs) And so I think this is the song is a good point to talk about how well the album is sequenced, which was very intentional. And as I mentioned, we left off the first song, Good Sex, which was more about like a positive time in the relationship and then the songs go on this journey and then here we're, we have songs about kind of like moving on into a new relationship and then the last song will is kind of about like just barely like looking back on the other person and like feeling that you know pull to the old relationship but like it's more further in the distance and I really like I you know part of why we do this podcast the way we do is I like albums that are thoughtfully put together as a collection and that tell a story or have a central theme or something that they're trying to communicate and I feel like this album does that really effectively yeah it's a phenomenal piece of and I will call it pop musicianship because each of these songs pops like it really grabs you and there's so much variety of sound each one takes a different tack and each one i think is successful at least mostly some of them fantastically successful and as a collection then all the more impressive and that it manages to be i think weaving together the breakup album it is i think what is a new kind of record standard kind of record is the pandemic record Mm -hmm. and then kind of as a result of that i think there are records that are like oh we're a band on tour and this is like we're a band that can't tour Mm -hmm. and that it's those three threads through and it's i think each song kind of brings this different different mixture of those that has a lot of that intense energy a lot of intense emotion you know more than three years into the pandemic we're getting the fruits of what a lot of artists have talked about is that you know you're usually kind of beholden to this album cycle where you need to write something and get it out and then tour on that record and then come back and write some more and we have a lot of artists who were just trapped for a while and got to maybe explore some new threads or spend more time with things and not feel like they had to get an album out right away and that this album feels that way to me that like this is an evolution for Pale Hound and getting songs that are a little bit more I don't want to say deeper but more textured more varied um I think this has you know despite the heartbreak of having to cut that tour short I think this is a real evolution for this musician yeah this the music is fantastic and they do get to tour this time (laughs) really busy fall and it starts off kind of amusingly opening for Jimmy Eat World and then some sets are some dates opening for Boy Genius, which feels like maybe a more appropriate mm-hmm. combination. And then finally, a headlining tour that hits a lot of cities, including uh, San Francisco on the 4th of November at the chapel. So that'll be an exciting date for people in San Francisco. Yeah. So as I mentioned, the last song is called Fade In, and it pr- provides a great final bookend to this album. So we'll go out with that. And again, we've been discussing the new album called Eye on the Bat from Pale Hound. And you've been listening to For the Record. Thanks so much for listening. Shaded, inflated, tent that you pitch under my ribs, just swaying through seasons, changing the stakes, stay grounded in glue. Devoted, devoted. 
apple that you pitched in my pond just floating through days collapsing since I last talked to you. Fading, 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 fading. There's nothing I can do to keep from fading to you. I'm fading, 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 fading. There's nothing I can do to keep from fading to you. Dribble it, rock it, kick it in the sky so you can see it, so you can see it and know it's meant for you. Watch it spinning. Fall into the earth with an empty spirit But your back's been turned and Missed all that I could prove Fading, 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 fading There's nothing I can do to keep This podcast is a proud member of the BFF.FM podcast network Learn more at podcast.bff.fm BFF.FM, best frequencies forever